This episode is brought to you in part by The Table Podcast from the Hendricks Center at Dallas Theological Seminary. I'm Daryl Bach, one of the hosts, and I invite you to join us as we discuss issues of God and culture, which includes anything and everything. Listen on your podcast app or at dts.edu slash the table. This is a podcast about two things, helping those with urgent needs in front of us today and improving the road so others can walk it safely in the future. Welcome to The Better Samaritan, a podcast where we're learning how to do good better. I'm Kent Annan, co-director of the Humanitarian Disaster Institute at Wheaton College, and I'm joined by my colleagues Jamie Ayton and Laura Finch to explore how we can more effectively love our neighbors, from everyday acts of kindness to the most complex humanitarian challenges facing the church and society today. So it's just the three of us today, and... um... We're talking because HDI, VOMO, and World Vision have just announced the creation of National COVID-19 Day, which will be March 11th of each year from now on. So Kent and Jamie, where did this idea come from? Why, why was March 11th chosen? And how can people get involved? Well, Kent and I co-founded National COVID-19 Day. And together with our colleagues at HDI, as well as VOMO and World Vision, we've been working together to be able to help others navigate grief, but also to find encouragement and hope for the future. And it really came from Kent and I's experiences of working in disaster zones all around the globe and just seeing how important it is to have a national day, a public event that brings people together, even if virtually, as it is the case this year for COVID-19, to be able to remember that we're not alone going through this process. Exactly. When something this momentous happens and, you know, something we've, we're dealing with something we've never faced before. So we, we can draw on experiences, other people, other cultures, societies, people have gone through disasters of face and say, how do we mark this day? Looking back, acknowledging the grief, but move forward with hope and with meaning into the future and having an annual anniversary has been a really helpful way that people have navigated this. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit more about that and how, um, why it's important to mark things and what it kind of does for our collective capacity to grieve. By marking it, it helps us to remember that we're not the only ones going through the struggle and it helps us to draw into community with one another, no matter what walk of life that we're coming from. And then specifically in this, you know, we can can create meaning around these events instead of, especially this, this what we've just experienced is so amorphous and, you know, it's been this disaster that has gone on for so long. So at one year and then again next year when we'll be at a whole completely different stage of our experience with COVID, we can mark this. And we've articulated these four ways that people can get involved and, and how they can make a difference during this time. So, um, and maybe Jamie, you could go into the, each of the four of these in more detail, but we have remembering lives lost. So remembering, memorializing people who have lost their lives. Uh, then we can get help uh, for those of us who are struggling at this time with COVID-19. It's a f- many different effects, especially emotional, spiritual support. And then sharing your appreciation, especially frontline workers and other health workers, others who have done so much to to help us through this incredibly challenging time. Then we can serve our community. Then we can kind of turn outward and say, what do I have to give to help each other? But I wonder, Jamie, talk about the remembering first, maybe walk through those as well in your experience of how do each one of those four actions we've invited people to do uh, help, help people through a moment like this? 
to be able to get involved uh, with National COVID-19 Day, which takes place on this coming Thursday, March 11th. And the reason why we chose that date was because it's the one-year anniversary since World Health Organization declared the um, COVID-19 a pandemic. And so you can find the resources that Kent was talking about in terms of how to take action at nationalcovid19day.com. And specifically for those four kind of key ways that we hope others will observe this day, as Kent mentioned, one being remembering lives lost. And so we're encouraging others to engage in a moment of silence for the over 500,000 lives that have been lost in the U.S. alone to COVID-19. Also, people can be able to participate with a, a group that came about early on in the pandemic called the Friday Minute, which encourages people to take a moment of silence for 60 seconds every Friday. So for us, this idea of National COVID-19 Day isn't just a one-time event, but rather we really see this as a movement and something that we can continue to be a part of throughout the year. And then for those who are looking to be able to get help for that are struggling. Some of the examples is that we've been able to create partnerships with groups like Seven Cups, which is the world's largest online social support um, network, and they have over 300 listeners, and all of those services are free. And then another is through Inspire, one of the country's leading healthcare social networks online, and you can take part in their COVID-19 mental health support and discussion group. And then we have some other Facebook groups that we've partnered with that are opening up to be able to encourage others that are struggling. And then also, um, we're really excited about our partnership with the National Association of Social Workers. And so they've been able to help uh, create a system where you can actually go in and find uh, social workers who are licensed in your area for grief support and counseling, as well as those that are offering pro bono services. And then in ways that we can uh, share our appreciation, you can go into the website there and you'll be able to find a number of different videos that you can customize a message to. And we'll send those out for you uh, to encourage those in your life. Maybe it's a healthcare worker or a loved one, for example. And then the, the fourth way is by getting engaged and serving one another. And so thanks to Vomo's uh, platform on volunteering, you can actually go to our site and find different uh, volunteer opportunities in 14 major cities and in cities everywhere across the U.S. through online opportunities. And so really excited about that opportunity as we are trying to mobilize others to help in their own communities. Thanks, Jamie. That's so helpful to think, you know, even in our isolation and in our loneliness, there's all these different groups you know, that we can enter into um, to kind of mark this day together. Is there anything else people can do on the day, you know, on Thursday, March 11th, National COVID-19 Day, um, to kind of hold some space in their own hearts to, to look back and grieve and also to look ahead um, and prepare ourselves for this next phase of the pandemic? That's great, Jamie. Can I circle back to, or if I can jump in, but just to underline what Jamie mentioned about the importance of March 11th, you know, that it's, it was uh, when this was COVID-19 was declared a global pandemic by the World Health Organization, as Jamie said. And you know, I think what's really helpful about having this anniversary is we experienced COVID in such a strange way, right? You start seeing headlines, maybe in December, January, and then it, it rolls in and, oh, is this going to make a difference? So if it does, it's going to be for a few weeks, a couple months. And then 
things start shutting down, how long, and then, you know, we're into this and we, we hardly knew it. And there are these different stages of kind of emotional response to, to disasters that people face. But, but I think that's another thing that we've found uh, to be really important in declaring and founding this day is it gives us a way to market, as we said, but market clearly and sort of like to get some understanding around this thing that's felt so nebulous. And so uh, just underlining that March 11th and why this can be important now and also important for years to come. Well, right now we're in that disillusionment phase where we're starting to see it really continue to slog on. And so um, with this current anniversary coming up and with National COVID-19 Day, because of that, wanted to also mention two affiliated events and opportunities that people can get involved in to observe the day. One of those is our second annual Spiritual First Aid Summit online. And so we've got some great speakers like John Maxwell, uh, Nicole Martin from the American Bible Society, and so many others. And you can find out information about that particular event at SFA dot com excuse me sfasummit.com and you'll be able to see the whole list of uh, speakers and lineup there and then the other is that we're partnering with the national association of evangelicals to be able to offer a covid19 memorial service and so you'll be able to hear from speakers like uh, reverend rick warren dr francis collins uh, nona jones and many others so I know our time is coming to a close here, but just want to encourage others that as you are continuing to navigate the COVID experience, that we hope that you'll join us this Thursday for recognizing National COVID-19 Day. And again, you can find more information about National COVID-19 Day at our website, nationalcoviddaynineteen.com. You can also find us um, on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter. Yes, and just to follow off what you said, Jamie, you know, encourage each person. You're not alone in this. Uh, there's a way to make meaning out of this, to help others, to get help yourself, uh, to get information, and to be equipped to serve, uh, to remember, uh, and to to keep on supporting each other. So, really encourage you to take time this March 11th, use some of these free resources and this event that we're sharing with you so you can make it meaningful for you, for your family, for your your faith community, uh, and for your community around you, that this can be uh, a way to move forward through this tragedy into hope uh, and into meaning in the days ahead. Thanks so much to both of you. This is really helpful and I think um, gives some concrete ways that people can enter into community Thursday, March 11th. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to the Better Samaritan podcast. You can find links to the things we mentioned during this episode in the show notes. And special thanks to the brilliance for this fantastic music theme. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and subscribe. You can also follow the Humanitarian Disaster Institute on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We'll see you next week as we continue learning to do good better.